Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. You know, at the end of the day, man, uh, fake it till you make it is more like scamming people if you can't deliver a guaranteed result to the that you're promising people. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's up, Entrepreneur Junkies? You're back with Jamie Atkinson with the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. And today, I've got a, uh, I've got a rare treat for you guys. I've got a guest on today who comes from an amazing background. And uh, just to give you guys a bit of insight here, Zachary Babcock, who I've got on the show today, came from living with convicted felons in prison for over five years to now today rubbing elbows with multi-millionaires every single day. He's the host of the top-rated podcast, Underdog Empowerment. He's a student of psychology, business, marketing. He's got a huge, broad perspective from both extremes of life. He even runs a podcast production company, guys, Podcast Penthouse Media. And he helps entrepreneurs launch and produce amazing top-shelf podcasts. Zach, what's going on, brother? Welcome onto the podcast. Yo, what is up, Jamie? That was an awesome intro, and I am excited to be here with Entrepreneur Junkies, man. Let's do it. Dude, I'm so excited. And for anybody that's listening today, I mean, that kind of short bio intro is kind of crazy in itself. And I'd love to really dig into your story and just find out how that even happened and, and kind of where you came from and, and what was going on. You mind sharing a bit of your story? Yeah, man, no doubt, man. I appreciate, appreciate action, man. I, I love sharing. I, I, you know, I used to be scared to share it, you know, when I got in entrepreneurship, because this was the only way I could feed my family. And uh, I, I thought that that was uh, bad marks and that nobody would take me seriously. And what I've come to realize is that it's one of the strong suits of, um, of not only my positioning, but actually helping people through my story. So yeah, glad to share it, man. I, um, you know, like I mentioned, I did over five years of my life in prison, and, and, and a big cause of that was because I didn't have any chief aim in life growing up. My father died when I was seven. I never had a really good male role model in my life after that. And uh, I always did things to stand out above the crowd. I, ne- I was a rebel. I could n- never did good in any school or any system where it had rules in place. I just, uh, that just was my nature. And, um, you know, because I didn't have this chief aim in life, I made a lot of poor decisions and I caught a bunch of cases when I was 19. And when I caught those cases, I thought that the world was over. And then I started using hardcore drugs. I quickly graduated from weed to ecstasy to cocaine. And before I know it, I was a crackhead picking crack crumbs off the carpets and motels, a complete full-blown heroin junkie, plunging needles in my arm, overdosing, like lucky that I'm alive. Uh, and that led to uh, violating my probation. I went away for four years flat on a seven-year sentence. 
during that time, man, I, I don't even know if we got enough time for that, but during that time, man, a lot of crazy, crazy shit happened, but it was good because that adversity, I, I'm grateful for everything I went through because it really builds strength of character, man. It doesn't feel good when you're going through adversity at the time. It feels like the world around you is crumbling and that there's no light at the end of the tunnel, but what you do in those moments of adversity either is going to make you or break you. It's either going to break you completely at your rock bottom or you're going to springboard from it and do great things. So a lot of those uh, things, you know, really empowered me, but I got out at, at 23 and I didn't want to go back to prison. So I got a job at a bar and grill working uh, 50 to 60 hours a week. Um, I was one of their best workers. And then I got a job because I always would shop at this clothing store and they gave me a job. And two days in, I got a promotion. I sold 3000, a whole store to 9,000. Uh, so I'm excited, man. I'm like, yes, I'm putting my past behind me. I'm moving forward. I'm, I'm moving into sales stuff that I've always done through, you know, throughout my life that I've always excelled in. I love working with people. This is awesome. Right. And then, um, two days later they fired me cause they found out that I was a convicted felon. And, uh, just like that, man, all the hope was gone. I, I, I thought like, man, I'm never going to be able to put my past behind me. And instead of searching for other opportunity, I threw a pity party, became a raging alcoholic. And, uh, man, I went back to prison just 20 days before my twin sons were born. And, uh, Jamie, dude, that was the worst feeling I've ever felt in my life. I, uh, literally felt big enough to sit on a penny and swing my feet from it. But in that same moment, when I was sitting in that jail cell, knowing that I'm getting right head back to prison, I made a, a decision in that moment. I said, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get back home, to be a responsible father and be happy and successful. And I didn't know what happy and successful looked like at the time. I didn't even know when I was coming home or how I was going to make it happen. But I had my strong reason why I had to do it, man. Man, that is an intense story, Zach. And, you know, and I'm really glad that you shared that story because I don't think there's going to be many people who are listening to this who have gone through something as difficult as you have. But what's really interesting is that we can probably all draw similarities from our experiences, right? It might not be to that level of extreme, but a lot of us have come across these challenges in life and, and we walk a similar path, especially those of us who come into entrepreneurship and marketing. There comes that moment where we decide, all right, I'm going to make a change. Something's going to be different. So Zach, like once you got back out again and, and obviously you had your twins and, and you were kind of coming out from there, what happened after that? Like when did you get into the whole idea of entrepreneurship and, and kind of where you're at right now? Yeah, man, dude. So I, I came home. And uh, it didn't matter, dude. I had my mind made up that I was going to make this happen. I started looking for a job, couldn't find one. I was filling out five to 20 applications a day, uh, yielding zero results. My idea that I formulated while I was in prison, because I've always been an entrepreneur at heart uh, and, and did a lot of entrepreneurial things growing up, I think we, uh, most of us entrepreneurs have, but um, was to, I, I'm from Ferguson, Missouri. And at the time, this was in 2014, the whole Michael Brown situation happened. And, uh, you know, that sucked, man. And I, I'm sitting there like, man, this is such an unfortunate event that happened. But at the same time, the media is lying their ass off. Like Ferguson, Missouri is nothing like the media put it out to be. I grew up there my entire life. I know this. And so I'm sitting there like, all right, well, when I get out, you know, I had all this experience doing door-to-door -door sales. Uh, I used to sell my own t-shirts before I was like, I'm going to make up t-shirts that say I heart Ferguson on them and go door to door selling them. That was like my business idea. It's a hell of a business model, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and that was it, man. That was a game plan. Well, when I got out, didn't have the startup capital. So I was looking for a job to make this happen. And uh, fortunately, I didn't find a job for a month and a half. And I was still dead set on making it happen. And then I got introduced to 
this is so funny. A guy uh, presented this product to me on Instagram and I asked him if there was a way to make money behind it. He's like, yeah. And then I found out that well, I ended up getting into it and it was network marketing. And at the time, I didn't even know what the hell network marketing was. So you couldn't scare me off with the word pyramid scheme. And, uh, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> right. And uh, I got in that and I did that for about two years. I made, I got up to almost a $2,000 a month residual income within my first six months. Now that's not like crazy rich or anything, but for a guy coming out of prison like myself that needed to provide for his family, it was a complete game changer. And um, more importantly though, man, that's was my introduction to uh, really like, uh, building it was like a it was like a college for entrepreneurship for me, and it introduced me to personal development, and to reading, and all that. And it was so grateful for that experience. But um, I, I lost crazy, my passion man. for it. Yeah, you lost your passion for it, and uh, you know it's so funny because so many entrepreneurs come through the MLM space, and that's like their introduction to personal development and coming through this. And for this episode, I'm really I think kind of like a core value of yours, Zach, is that you shouldn't really bullshit yourself about where you are in life. And, you know, telling the truth is really hard. I mean, especially in your situation. So when did you decide that you were going to really talk about your true situation uh, in that kind of like journey of yours in terms of getting to being an entrepreneur? Like when, yeah, what man. was the point where you decided like, oh, I'm going to say it as it is right now? Yeah, dude, I'm. Gl I love that question, man. Because I had, I had one of those moments. You know, I, I left the network marketing, got into life coaching. Didn't make any money doing that because I didn't know anything about marketing. <laughs> wasn't specific. I said, I can help you achieve your goals. I can help you live a better life. Nobody wanted that shit. But uh, <laughs> I uh, got into that. Had no success, but didn't give up. And then I launched the podcast, Underdog Empowerment. It became a top 200 rated podcast in the first week and just started interviewing celebrities, professional athletes, rock stars. I'm like, yes, you know, like this is crazy, right? Like I was the ex-convict turned entrepreneur afterthought thought before that nobody wanted to collaborate with. And now I'm, I'm crushing it with my podcast. Like this is so dope. And uh, so then I ended up teaming up with uh, two people that had some really kick-ass results. And mind you, at the time, I'm not making any money in entrepreneurship. I'm making like, Three to four hundred dollars average a month through my affiliate income that I built up, and a, the best month I had was twelve hundred, and that was one month. So I wasn't making any money, and I, I, I teamed up with these two partners that had some kick-ass results. One had a program that had twenty million in revenues and a thousand successful graduates, and we took that program and repurposed it. The other partner had helped his students generate over three hundred revenues since nineteen ninety-nine. He was a systems guy, and we married this together and built out this program. And I was like the face of it with my podcast. We're having people coming in and rolling. And uh, we were teaching lead generation, customer acquisition and scaling. And the only thing was, though, Jamie, is I felt like a maggot, dude. I felt like an imposter. I felt like one of those guys that, that you see that takes uh, pictures in front of rented Lamborghinis and promises you, promise you that he can make you a millionaire overnight. I felt like a scam artist, dude. I was like, I'm sitting here trying to achieve what I'm teaching by teaching it. And it was ass backwards, dude. And, and, and this was hard, dude, but I, I pulled the plug on it. And then I made a post on Christmas day of 2018, just this past Christmas and called myself out on it and said, Hey, look, man, uh, you know, even though this program was kick-ass and they, they got all these results, I haven't achieved these results myself. And I feel like, a I feel like an imposter for it and I'm, I can't do it anymore. It doesn't meet my integrity. And you know what? I don't know what exactly it is I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to build my podcast with my affiliate income and I'm going to go back to the drawing board and I'll come back to the marketplace when I'm ready. And um, man, that was tough, you know, because 
I know a lot of us do that because we want to be successful so bad. And we literally take that fake it till you make it a little too far. And, um, you know, and it could be tough, but I, I put myself out there, man. And it was one of the best decisions I can made. I had so many people reach out to me like, dude, that's some real shit, man, that you would, that you did that, man. I respect you for that. And it built a really solid relationship with my audience, man. And one thing, one final thing I have to say on that, man, is like, you know, I, I don't do the fake it till you make it thing, man. You don't have to act further along than what you truly are. People will respect you if you say, hey, I don't have all the answers, but I'm willing to put my neck on the line and go out and find them. Hey, I can't guarantee this, but I like to, you know, barter with you or, do, or work for you for free to get this result. Let me prove it to you or whatever it is that you got to do to start building your results and your social proof, man. Because, you know, at the end of the day, man, uh, fake it till you make it. It's more like scamming people if you can't deliver a guaranteed result to the that you're promising people. Zach, I could not agree with you more. And I'm really a big believer of the documenting your progress, being honest with your audience, telling them exactly where you are. And also, I think what's important there and something to take away is that although it's important not to like bullshit and you know pretend that you're further along and, and like you said, fake it till you make it. Something that's really important is to remember that if you know something and you've done something yourself you can still teach somebody that. And you don't have to be an all the way expert to actually deliver something. So like literally, if like one thing that you did, Zach, like let's say for example, you launched your podcast pretty successfully, even if you'd only been doing it for like a short amount of time, you could still take people through that process that you've done and teach them on it, right? And, and I guess that's probably how you got into the podcast production game in the first place, right? Yeah, 100%, bro. You hit the uh, money, on the mar- money on the mark with that one. Dude, I love that so much. And actually, Zach, this is like a really good stopping point, but we're going to have you back on for another episode. And in the next episode, guys, Zach's going to shed some light on the kind of secrets behind how to successfully run a podcast. And what you guys might be surprised at is it's not what you think. We're not talking tactics. We're not talking gimmicks. We're talking about some core values, the four W's that you need to hit to have success in your podcasting game. Zach, you up for that? Absolutely, my man. Can't wait for it. Dude, I'm excited. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the end and for sticking around till the end of the episode. I want to give you something awesome for free. So a lot of you guys know I launched my podcast program to the first time to a brand new audience, and we did in seven days nearly $12,400 worth of income, which is absolutely insane to a brand new audience. And what I wanted to do was give away that exact funnel that I used to drive all of the traffic there completely for free. So if you guys want to grab a copy of this funnel, it's yours completely for free head to www.thepodcastjunkie.com forward slash opt-in and make sure you grab a copy now. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe and here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition 
without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.